Welcome to Walking Together, a podcast all about encouraging each other as we follow Jesus together. I'm your host, Dennis Lavelle. Let's start walking. You know, now that our two sons are grown up and aren't living with us anymore, the contents of our fridge look a lot different now. Matter of fact, the fridge is fuller now. It actually has more food in it than it normally did when our boys were in the house. And it's not that we didn't feed them, but rather we encouraged them to eat what was in it if they were hungry. Now, I don't know how often you get paid. Maybe it's weekly or every two weeks. But for us, we get paid once a month, and it's usually toward the end of the month. And if you open our refrigerator door on the first day of the month, it will look very different than if you open it toward the end of the month. You know, not too long ago, I was a little peckish, and so I was in the mood for a late-night snack. So I opened the fridge and just stood there, staring at the contents. My eyes were bouncing back and forth, up and down, looking for the right thing that would satisfy my hunger. And in the fridge, I saw a Tupperware of leftovers from the day before, a slice of pizza, a small portion of grated cheese, an all but empty milk carton, some mustard, mayo, nothing that really spoke to me. So I shut the door and started rummaging through the pantry. And... As I was doing that, it dawned on me, this is the way we serve God sometimes. We try to give him our leftovers, our leftover time, leftover energy, leftover effort. We open up the refrigerator door of our heart and say, anything look good to you, Lord? Take what you want, even though there's really nothing there to offer him. Now, admittedly, there are some days that I'd like to change Psalm 103 to say, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is left in me, instead of all that is within me. Now today, I want to briefly look at Matthew chapter 23. And here we see Jesus speaking to his disciples, as well as a great multitude of people. Now, no doubt there were some Pharisees and scribes in the audience. And Jesus says something that he knew would get their attention. He says, you think you're being wonderful God followers, but you're not. You're actually hypocrites. And just at the moment you'd think there'd be crickets or raised eyebrows, he doesn't miss a beat. And he says, you pay your tithes, but you don't exercise mercy or good judgment or even faithfulness. And he tells them, you can actually do both, but you're not. Then he goes on to say, you are blind guides. Now stop and think about that. Blind people usually don't take the lead. They are led by someone who can see. And Jesus says, you're blind, and yet you're leading people around spiritually. You're essentially leading them the wrong way. And he doesn't even allow them to respond before he says, oh, and by the way, You're straining out a gnat and swallowing a camel. Say what now? What does that even mean? Well, not much has changed in 2,000 years in terms of why you sift flour. You sift flour to make sure there aren't any bugs in it before you use it. 
Now, it does break it down into a finer powder, but again, you want to make sure all of the boll weevils and all the other bugs are, well, not in there. And Jesus says to the Pharisees and scribes that through your actions and attitudes, you're spending all your time looking and worrying about minute details, but you're missing the big picture. And literally, the elephant in the room, which was, well, a camel. Jesus says you can swallow the pretense and deceit, but not the truth. You are doing the things the law requires, but with the wrong attitude. You do everything because it's obligatory, but it's certainly not out of a heart full of love. And God wants our spiritual refrigerators to be overflowing with his presence and his abundance. But they are usually already overflowing with our leftovers. An old plate of anger, a container full of rebellion, a piece of hurt, a little slice of indifference, a carton full of pride. And here's what you and I already know. If we're going to put fresh products in the fridge, you have to throw away all the old leftovers because there's just no room for both. And if you don't make room in the fridge for the new food, it will start to spoil because it needs to stay cool. If you don't empty your fridge every now and then, your fridge will start to change color on the inside. From white to green. Within days, things will get hairy or slimy or turn a nauseating shade of brown. I mean, literally, within 72 hours, tasty food turns into poisonous food. It spoils. It's turned rotten. It's not healthy anymore. And the same is true in our relationship with God. Some of the things in our lives we've let spoil. And worse than that, those are the things we try to offer him. Now, please don't get me wrong. I actually love leftovers. Growing up, my mom made a mixture of roast beef, fried potatoes, and onions. And she called it roast beef hash. When I was a little older, my mom explained to me that hash was essentially a hodgepodge of leftovers. It's a piece of roast left over from Tuesday, some potatoes left over from Wednesday, and really the last onion in the kitchen cupboard. So really, I love leftovers. I mean, I like spaghetti, but I almost like it better the second time. No, no, no. You don't warm it up in a microwave, but rather in a cast iron skillet. You fry it. Fried spaghetti. Oh, yum. When Laura and I were still dating, I drove to my parents' house for a day. Mom knew that I always liked roast beef hash, so she planned ahead and made sure she made it the day I was there. And of course, Mom being mom, she made an abundance of it so I would have leftovers to take home. Now, the trip back home was about an hour and a half, and it was a very hot day. And my truck did not have air conditioning. And somewhere between my parents' house and my place, those leftovers started to spoil. That night, I said, ooh, I'm going to have some of mom's leftovers. So I went to the fridge, I opened the container, I smelled it, I knew I shouldn't have eaten it, but I thought, you know, mom made it, man, I hate to waste it, and yeah, 
It has a little funky smell to it, but I'm sure when I warm it up, it'll kill all the bacteria and everything will be fine. But all was not fine. And the same is true in our walk with the Lord. We know that we should throw out these leftover things in our life, like our past relationships, the grudges, the desire to get even, and the I'll never forget what you've done to me's. Come on, you got to get rid of that stuff because it's toxic. And believe it or not, there are actually two people in the Bible who try to give God their leftovers, and it didn't turn out so well for them either. In Acts 5, we come across a married couple named Ananias and Sapphira. And if you take the time to read this chapter, you will see that there was a group of people who were really serious about following Jesus. And they sold their land and all their possessions to help one another. Now, Jesus never told them to do this. They didn't have to. But the Bible is clear. They were filled with the Holy Spirit. And they were of one heart, one soul, and one purpose. Now, in the previous chapter, there was a man named Joseph who had a field. He sold it and then gave the entire proceeds to the apostles to distribute it as they saw fit. Then when you turn the page, we come across Ananias and Sapphira. And there's a shift in attitude here. Where did Ananias and Sapphira go wrong? Well, simply put, they tried to mix greed with generosity. And that's just not possible. That's not an option. It's one or the other. You're either greedy or you're generous. There's nothing in between. So when push came to shove, Ananias and Sapphira chose greed over generosity. And it went something like this. Brother Peter, my wife Sapphira and I know that the people in our community, as well as our church, need money. And we want to do our part too. So we've sold a piece of property. And this is the proceeds from that sale. But it's absolutely not true. Ananias is lying. He actually withheld some of the cash. No one forced Ananias and Sapphira to sell their land. And no one told them that they actually had to give anything to the apostles. But they purposed in their heart to lie and deceive. It wasn't that Ananias and Sapphira only gave part of the money. I mean, the sum that they gave was probably a very generous amount. But the problem is that they tried to fake it with the apostles, and they tried to fake it before God. Now, sometimes you can get away with faking it before your friends and family, but never with God. And God took Ananias out right then, right there. And then his wife came in three hours later, and Peter asked her, your husband said that you sold the piece of land for this amount of money. Is that true? And she said, yep, sure is. And Peter told her, how in the world could you both conspire to lie against God? The men who just took your husband out and buried him are on their way back for you. And God took her out right then and there as well. And they acted as if they had given everything. But in reality, what they gave tells us that they were not willing to give everything to God. Now, if you underline or circle in your Bible, 
Go back and read verse 5 and then verse 11. Verse 5 tells us that when people heard about the death of Ananias, the great fear came upon them. But when God killed Sapphira, verse 11 says that fear came over the whole church, the believers. And it's a reminder to us, those who call ourselves followers of Jesus, that we cannot give God our leftovers. He deserves so much more. So open the fridge door of your heart. Are there some spoiled leftovers in there? Are you giving God your leftover thoughts, your leftover money, your leftover time, your leftover life? Come on. God deserves way better than our leftovers. Well, thanks for joining me today. If this has encouraged you, share it with a friend. Get out there today and do a random act of kindness. Show God's love to someone who's hurting. Don't make today all about you. We'll see you next time.